You're listening to the Meaningful Minutes with Nikki Olson podcast. This is a show for busy Latter-day Saint women who want to learn simple tools to feel confident and inspired in 10 minutes or less. Welcome. On this episode, we will discuss how the gospel is not a checklist. It's a relationship. How do you even know that you're treating the gospel as a checklist? Well, this is what I have seen so many I work so many women I work with feel when they're treating the gospel like a checklist. See if you can relate with any of these as I list them. You often feel behind and like you're not doing enough. Or you're overwhelmed with all that you have to do. You feel like you're on a hamster wheel in life and running as fast as you can, but you aren't getting anywhere. You are doing all the right things, but still don't feel like it's enough. You're a faithful woman who goes to church, studies, prays, and serves, and still feels inadequate. Okay, did you relate with any of those? If you did, you're not alone. I work with so many women who feel this way, but guess what? It's easy to get caught in this trap because there are always more, there's always more and more to be done in the gospel, right? You need to make sure that you're reading your scriptures, saying your prayers daily, going to church and the temple regularly. You need to make sure that you have all your ordinances done, serve others continually. The list goes on and on, right? It almost sounds like a giant to-do list. From that list, it's easy to think that the gospel is a huge list and we need to check them off. The problem is there is not an end to this list. It's kind of like the laundry. You just keep, it just keeps coming and coming and there's no end. So if that's the case, then why would God ask us to do something that doesn't have an end to it and could make us feel like we're forever behind and inadequate? I don't think it's because God wants us to feel that way. I think it's because we turn it into that. Our thoughts about those tasks determine our view of the gospel. My thoughts are that those tasks that we are asked to do in the gospel are not just busy work for us to do and get done. My thoughts are that those tasks are relationship building tools that God has gifted us so that we will draw closer to each member of the Godhead. I don't believe that it's about what we do in the gospel, but what it brings when we do it. And what is that each of us, each of these tasks bring us? Power. And that power really is the love of God. But the love of God has energy behind it. The love of God has healing power and strength. The love of God guides us back to our heavenly parents. All of these tasks in the gospel help us feel God's love and those powers that God's love brings us. I love what Sister Porter has to say about the love of God. She said, when you know and understand how completely you are loved as a child of God, it changes everything. It changes the way you feel about yourself when you make mistakes. It changes how you feel when difficult things happen. It changes your view of God's commandments. It changes your view of others and your capacity to make a difference. Remember when I said our thoughts determine our view? 
Sister Porter says it too. I love that first line, she says, when you know and understand how completely you are loved as a child of God, it changes everything. Does that sound like a checklist to you or more about a relationship? All that our heavenly parents are asking us to do here is about the love that they have for us and the love that we have for them. That sounds more like a relationship. Think about your relationship with your family. Do you ask them to do things just because? No, you usually have an underlying purpose in that task. For example, you might have daily chores for your kids to do. Are you asking them to do those chores so that they can check them off a list and feel good because they did that? No, you're asking them to do chores so they can learn skills, be responsible, learn to be part of a team and help. There are so many underlying reasons, but most of all, the reason is because you love your kids and you want what's best for them. Now, the relationship that we have with our heavenly parents, the Savior and the Holy Ghost are the most important relationships we will ever have. Each of these relationships have some time, some kind of very powerful, something very powerful to offer us if we will build those relationships. Next week's episode, I dive into each of those powers. So stay tuned for that. But what I want you to see this week is that we are not a gospel of doers, but a gospel of receivers. All right, I'm going to interrupt this episode for just a moment because the holidays are fast approaching. Yes, I said it. You heard me right. The holidays will be here before you know it. And you know what gifts I always forget until the last minute? My neighbor gifts and my little friend gifts. Then I'm scrambling for something cute at the last minute and I end up way overpaying. Can you relate? Well, I got you covered. Have you seen my new meaningful prayer journal? This simple, inexpensive, yet powerful gift helps you feel Christ's enabling power, see the hand of God daily, and gain knowledge and understanding through prayer. Also, if you know anyone in a Relief Study presidency, this would be a great Christmas gift for their sisters. I even offer a discount on both orders. Just click the link in my show notes and get yours pre-ordered today. All right, back to the episode. If you are simply a doer in the gospel, then your thoughts are focused more on the tasks and the completion of them. And your view of the gospel will be that you need to keep doing more and more in order to feel adequate. You will feel burned out, running faster and faster and not feeling like you're getting anywhere. If you're a receiver, you recognize that all all that you do in the gospel is about receiving God's power and love. That, that, When you do anything that God wants you to be doing, there is receiving back of strength, wisdom, healing, and growth. A receiver focuses on building a relationship with each member of the Godhead rather than on their to-do list in the gospel. You do not have to keep doing more and more to get better results out of your scripture study, prayers, or temple attendance. You simply need to look at those tasks as a relationship building tool and a way to receive what they are already to give. Sister Porter says God's love is not found in the circumstances of our lives, but in his presence in our lives. We do not need to make sure our life circumstances are perfect to show that God loves us. 
God is not asking us to shoot for perfection in not making a mistake and doing everything on the planet possible. God is asking that there is room for them to be present in our lives so they can bless us. Elder Kapitsky, I'm not sure how you say that, it was in the this past conference, said that many feeling overwhelmed because they do not meet perceived standards mistakenly believe they have no place in the church. That's the ultimate devastating result of using viewing the gospel as a checklist, is that when you can't keep up and feel like you don't measure up, then you feel like you don't belong. Don't let it get to that point for yourself. And if it has, that's okay. God still loves you and is ready to be a presence in your life when you are ready. And it starts with reimagining your relationship with his gospel. So it's not a checklist, but a receiving of power and love from that relationship. If you're wondering, okay, but what are the steps? How do I reimagine my how do I reimagine my relationship with the gospel? That is something I teach in my spiritual survival course. I have an entire module on ways to not make the gospel a checklist or more of a relationship. I'll be opening the spiritual survival course in January to anyone on the waitlist. So, if you want to be notified when it releases, Click the link in my show notes and jump on the waitlist. And be sure to tune in next week when I talk about building a relationship with each member of the Godhead and what each of them can bring you. I hope these minutes you spent with me were meaningful, helped you feel inspired and more confident. Check out my show notes for links to my website, social media, and free handouts for remembering how to implement the skills. I know there are other women that could use this information. Leaving a review is a great way for other women to hear this message. If you'd like more daily inspiration and guidance, please come find me on Instagram at Nikki Olson Coaching. If you share this episode, please tag me. I love to connect with my listeners. Thank you for listening to the Meaningful Minutes podcast with Nikki Olson.